and we are live what's up everyone welcome back to another edition of respect the craft this is episode number 167 167. I'm, I'm joined here by the gifted one himself. He is currently the reigning and defending Battle Club Pro franchise champion. He is Yaya. What's going on, brother? Good evening. I'm doing well, man. How about you? How you doing? I'm doing well. I can't complain. Now a lot better here that we talking. So thank you again for joining us here. Good, good. So no problem definitely. anytime. Perfect, perfect. So you heard the name of the podcast. Before we get into the the whole combo here. I have to ask you the question. I ask everyone that comes on. You heard the name. It's called Respect the Craft. So when you hear that term, though, when you hear the term the craft, what does that mean to you? That that means what we do in and around the ring, you know. Even if we go outside the fans, you know what I'm saying? We respect the craft, what we do, our art. Respect it at all times. We go out there and put our bodies on the line for people's entertainment. So respect the craft. Even if somebody botches, respect the craft. Because you can't do it. This ain't easy. If it was easy, everybody would be a wrestler. But everybody can't be a wrestler. Everybody tries. You see the ones that are trying and failing. You know, we won't point nobody out. But, you know, you know. If you know, you know. There you go. So perfect. So now let's let's get into this. Let's get into the gift in one here. Let's talk, let's talk about that. Where does the name come from? Where do we get to the yaya we see today? The the gifted one, that's that's family right there. That's that's family always telling me I, you know, saying I could do it. That's that comes from always believing me, always pushing me. You know, even the times when my dad telling me I'm trash. <laughs> He's my biggest critic, and I love him for it because I need it. You know, you need somebody in your corner that's that's gonna really tell you how it is. Yeah, you good. That was good, but there's another level that you need to get to. And it's like, all right, bet, 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 bet. So the gifted one, it really comes from family. Even when we, even when I was back playing Little League Baseball, it was always about being the best, being the top. And that's kind of evolved into the gifted one. Like before, it was just me trying to, trying to be a wrestler out there playing baseball, out there playing football, doing all the antics after, you know, get a nice hit. And it's like, why are you doing all this extra celebration? What are you doing? Who do you think you are? I don't know. I think I'm Shawn Michaels today. Hit the pose on him. <laughs> Got you. That works. Again, it, it, it has a true embrace there. It shows the not only just uh, it being a, a character trait, but just who you are in there. Yeah, that's me. The just... gifted one is me, 100%. Like... Got you. No, that's great to hear that. As, again, it's showing just the full the full encompassment of it all. So... Let's let's get into that though. Usually the question everyone likes to ask is what is it that got you into the love for the sport? But I wanna I usually like to ask once you're in there though, what is it that made you decide not only are you a fan of it, not only do you are you entertained by it, but what was it that made you decide I have to do this? What was it that made you just click that's like I wanna be a wrestler? Man, that's it clicked at an early age, honestly. I know that sounds cliche, and it's like, oh, of course, every wrestler is like, oh, my gosh, I, I turned the TV on. I flipped through the channels, and I found wrestling. No, no, the yeah. truth of the matter is my father was a huge wrestling fan. He's the kind of wrestling fan that had the VHS tapes of all the WrestleManias. Like, we still have WrestleMania 1 to 13 on VHS. I still have it in my closet. I still have them. Why well, throw them away? They're so pure. 
I, I should have done that because I had I had a lot of them recorded and they they gone. <laughs> oh. I still got them. I kept up, up with them, man. Gotcha. I need to buy a new VHS, but like <laughs> wanting to be a wrestler, that was that came from watching like guys like Shawn Michaels, and then I was like, man, that guy is awesome. But then you see you see a guy like Shelton Benjamin, and you're like, hold up. Black dude, and he ain't moving like this with Sean. Hold up, so this is because you know, yeah, you had the rocks and the D Lo Browns, but that was like just slightly before like my memory of wrestling really clicked, you know what I'm saying? Like, just slightly before, like, I remember them, but like, it wasn't like connected to me, it was more so, oh, that's my that's what my brother like, so I'm gonna cheer with him. Oh, that's what my sister like, I'm gonna cheer with them. Oh, that's who everybody like, okay, it was one of them things. But like when I actually started to watch wrestling and understand wrestling, my favorites be became like Sean and Shelton because they were similar, even though Shelton's a little bit bigger, but they were similar in style and athletic and, and showing a little bit of strength. Sean would show strength 39 again, not as yeah. much as Shelton would, but the way they meshed together, I was like, yo, this is this is possible for someone that's like me. Like gotcha. You can get there and be in a kind of champ and do all these things. Like yeah. It felt good watching Sean. That's what made me going to become a wrestler. I was like, okay, it's possible. Now I got to find a school. It took me some years, but I found one. Shout out right. George South. There you go. No, we definitely going to touch on that. That's, that's that's something I want to talk about in a little bit. But so once you're there, once you're you're like, that's it. I got to do this. For you, what was that moment once you're in it that made you say, you know what? I made the right choice. Because I feel like it's one of those. Like you said, a lot of people want to be a wrestler. A lot of people try. Yeah. But it's the difference of trying to be and actually deciding, you know what, this is for me. I made that right choice. Right, right. For for me, it was literally off my first bump. Cause when I took my first bump in training, I was like, Yeah, yeah, this is it. Because I played football in high school and like I had the chance to go to college and play football, but it was like it wasn't in my heart to do. And in my head, I sat and talked to myself and I was like, if I go to college for football, all I'm going to do is be miserable because I'd rather be doing something else and I'm going to waste people's money and then I'm going to flunk out and just fail completely and then be further back in the road to become a wrestler than I am, you know what I'm saying, starting out fresh. So I was just like, I need to go do it. So when I finally get there and I was 18 and showed up my mom and we had to, I didn't want to watch the first class my mom was like, you should watch and see what you get yourself into. Me, I had watched DVDs, VHSs. I knew like, what I, I, was knew. What I was getting into. I was like, "Put throw me in there. Let me go ahead and bow real quick. Let's go ahead and get it up. But I had to watch that first week, and I was like, yep, this is what I want to do watching. Um, And then I'm like, took that first bump, and George is like, hey, don't think, just do it. And I was like, all right, cool. Bow. Mm. We're going to get up, though. That sucked, but we're going to get up and keep doing it. <laughs> first bump will wake you up every time. Yeah, so, yeah. That's, that, that's the one thing. My first my first ever bump, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, this is this is something. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do it again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it gives you that momentum. It's like, all right, we good, we good, we good. I'm going to feel that in the morning, but we good. <laughs> right. The next day, I was so sore. Oh. <laughs> I was so sore because when, when I first got to George South, uh training with him was Caprice Coleman and Cedric Alexander. 
And so I get in there, I take like five good bumps. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm feeling it. And then George is like, oh, take five more in the middle because you bump by the ropes first, and then you bump in the middle. I'm like, all right, cool, cool. And they see him. He's like, all right, Cedric, come here. Uh, standing suplex. I was like, wait, 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 wait. You going to suplex me? Oh, <laughs> Cedric comes in like a little baby. Just suplex me. Boom. All right, good. Good job. All right, Cedric, snap suplex. I'm like, um, I read about this. He's trying to make me quit, but I ain't going to quit. <laughs> Boom, suplex. And then uh, he's like, Caprice, come here. Butterfly suplex. I was like, I don't even know where to post for that. Oh, hook me. And Caprice's like, I got you. Boom. I'm like, good. He's already stepped to the side. I get to the side. I'm like, goodness. Whoo. Yeah, I want to wrestle for sure. For sure. Yep. My back hurts already, but I want to (laughs) wrestle. Oh, man. There you go. But no, that definitely is one of those moments. It's that make or break. Like, I, this is is what's going to be. It doesn't get easier. So. That's 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 awesome to hear. And here we go. We got another member. Job it to yourself in the building. We got paid in full. Anthony Gamble saying the gift that keep on giving. There you that's go. My boy, that's my boy right there. That's oh, yeah. the one. We definitely we gonna be talking right about him. Here. Y'all we talk about. We gotta talk about all that in a little bit. But let's now that we're here, let's touch on that. Let's touch on for you. What does it mean to not only get trained under him, but just the the being that having the tutelage of the legendary George South from there. Yeah, that means a lot because for a guy like George that knows more about this business, like he's forgotten more about this business, as they say, than I will ever know. And people might think he he's, oh, a crazy old man. But I'm like, no, if you actually listen to him and you really sit there and be like, and try to, because George has a certain vernacular in which he speaks. He has a fir- certain way he talks. So it's like, you got to really be like, hold on. Okay, that's what you're saying. All right, all right. Once you once you learn how to speak, George, you you pretty much in there. Okay, buddy, listen. Okay, tackle, drop down. Okay, you hear me? Like once you once you get it, <laughs> once you get it there, you you realize how much like wrestling George will teach you more than like sitting in one of his classes. Like if you wrestle George, like I wrestled George a couple times, and being in there, it's like eye opening. Like you'd be like, oh. Oh, it's like light bulb after light bulb after light bulb. Just you're like, oh, oh, that's what you're talking about in training. When oh, okay, I should be okay. Like, it's it's like taking an exam, wrestling George. You're like, okay, all right, all right, <laughs> here we go. Okay, that's what we're, all right. It's it's so much fun. Like learning from George is one of the biggest blessings in, in my wrestling career. Gotcha. Oh, definitely. It sounds like it just every, every time I've talked to someone that's gone in the ring with him, it just sounds like it's truly that's the experience right there. That's getting that moment of like, here we go. You're learning more than you could have ever imagined just stepping into the ring with him. For real. So that's that's awesome. No, I'm definitely um, I'm definitely going to pick his brain when I meet him in, in September. So that's going to be that's going to be. Definitely right yeah. So as, as just buy something from his gimmick table. He'll talk to you longer. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> right. We'll make it work. We'll make it work. We'll do the exchange there. But right. uh, I'm sure he'll talk to you all night. Let me tell you. <laughs> hey, it, it works. It's, it's right. something right there. So now let's let's get into this. Let's get into something where I want to talk a little bit about because I said it in the description. Let's talk about how big and important that championship is for you. But I feel like. If people haven't kept up, if they weren't looking at the history, they wouldn't know what truly this championship means to you because it truly is almost the 
the perfect ending to your comeback story. Yeah. If you don't mind just talking about it here, of just, I feel like it was almost like anything that could happen bad just kept going back to back to back for you. Unfortunately. Yeah. It was a it was a string, it was domino effect. Like yeah. it just it was like one thing after another, and it was just like, dang, I had to step away from wrestling for a couple months, like not even like announcing it like oh nobody booked me or nothing i was just like wasn't reaching out to anybody i was just trying to get things in order with my health and everything and so once once i got all that taken care of and i was i was only doing like battle club shows because they run you know like every three months or so yeah so it was easier to, to just pop in and do that and still deal with my health and try to get right and mentally right and and Joe, Joe Kim has been cool dude about it, you know, just like being a, a brother in a sense, you know, and it's like, oh, that's cool. But, you know, that's how it started. Yeah. Everything was cool how it started. But then lately he's lost his mind. It's like mm-hmm. lately I'm not his guy. I was gonna, I was gonna get into that, but before before we get into that, because I know there's there's a lot to to break down there. I do want to talk about this because again, unfortunately, those just the, that domino effect happened before yeah. you getting into that. The, your mentality was the comeback always a thing? Was wrestling like no? There's no way. It's a if. It's just when I come back. Yeah, it, oh, it was most definitely a win. Most okay. a thousand percent a win. Okay. It was. Definitely when it was never like, oh, I'm done. I'm gonna make a Facebook post. I retire. No, um, I don't plan to retire for a long time, uh, unless my body says otherwise. God willing, you know. Like, gotcha. But getting this championship back after having eye surgery, after having the infection, and and going through illnesses and coming back healthy, and then getting a shot at this and actually winning it. Finally casting my opportunity for it, even though, you know, Steve Pena kind of was scared and just, you know, a win's a win if you ask me. I'm the battle court it, it, was, it was a tough opponent there. You had Big Cuzzo in there. Y'all, y'all fought oh, I earlier this year. So it was a great match getting to see it in person. So, hey, you add on to that prestigious list. You go down, Anthony Bowen's in there, Mick Drake in there. Like you mentioned, Steve Pena and now – you are current reigning franchise champion. So, and again, it's that perfect, perfect storybook ending to the comeback, and it keeps going though. This isn't the end. This is only now <laughs> a beginning of a new chapter here. Uh, we just, we just keep writing. We're yeah. gonna keep on writing. There you go. We got more chapters. Definitely, definitely. So now let's let's get into that because with that chapter being said, we we go your debut at Battle Club. I want to say was trial by combat in twenty in, in a tag match. I want to say. Yeah, I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so child by combat, we go into there, and now years later, you're holding that championship. You're one of the mainstays at Battle Club Pro. Remember, job it to yourself, and then you, the last event we see you defend that championship against Mysterious Q. Great matchup. It was a great event. If you guys haven't checked it out, go check out New Jobber City Jobber Slam Three on Title Match Wrestling Network. But you will also see. I guess a little bit of music communication between you and Joe. Like, what what was that about? Like, listen. you just talked highly of him a few minutes ago, but at the event, it doesn't listen. look like you guys are on the same page. Listen, 
I don't know what's wrong with him. I'm still the same guy. He's the one that's changed. You know, ain't, ain't nothing changed about me. I've been the exact same person since the day I walked through Battle Club. He's the one that's sticking a nose in my business. Now, now all of a sudden, Black can't be my referee. What is, what is this? What, can you, can He's you a referee blame who referees championship matches. Can, can you blame Joe for wanting to have an impartial... Because Mr. Black, again, respect to him. I've had him on the show. We love Mr. Black here. But he has been very selective with how he counts when a member of Jabba to yourself is in the ring. Listen, I've never seen evidence of this. Okay? I'm just saying. It's, it's also available on Title Match Wrestling Network, so I think the evidence is there. Listen, it's it's not clear-cut <laughs> evidence, you know? It, it is edited. You have a point. It is edited. It might be... They might title match might have a vendetta against you. Who knows? It's a conspiracy of some kind. They're trying to tear tear down Jabba to yourself. Know what? I, I, you know what? I didn't see it like that. You know what? You, you got a point. See, you got to see it from the eyes of the see? gifted one. Let see. me enlighten you. Open your third eye. I got you. I got you. See, I try to. I try to be. I, I try to be unbiased here. Unlike I appreciate my, it. I, I try to be. I try to be civil. I try to be unbiased. Though I was told the other day by. Another member of Battle Club Pro, Gino, has some issues with you for some reason. And he was trying to start issues between me and you. He was saying, I was saying certain things. Meanwhile, I've been unbiased. I've been neutral to everyone. Listen, so, anything that comes out of that man's mouth is pure hot garbage. Like warm garbage that they left out for two weeks because the trash wasn't running for whatever reason. It's been sitting in the hot sun. That's what comes out of his mouth. Hot garbage. I hear everything he says, but I don't acknowledge it. You know why? Because there's levels to this game. And Gino, you just just not on that. You know, it's it's like Gino Smith talking junk to Patrick Mahomes. Like, what are you doing? Relax, relax. You're good, but relax. You're not on the level. You're not elite. You're not gifted. You don't deserve to talk to me in your kind of way. See, Gino. I think I don't hear him. That's the crazy thing. See, Gino tried to start problems. He tried. He was trying to manipulate what I was saying, because I was trying to show you respect as a champion. And he started just rambling on and on, trying to get my fellow podcaster of the knuckleheads to turn against me with this. It was. See, Gino, you start problems here. We try to stay neutral. We try to stay civil and respectful toward a champion like this and the gifted one. Thank you. Over two hundred days as champion, I get no respect. I beat Calvin Tankman. I beat Mysterious Q. I beat Tyree. T- like, how many people do I have to beat to get respect as a champion? They always say, oh, y'all does this to win. It's always something with y'all when he wins. But how come it was always something when I win? They have ample time during the match to beat me, but they can't. I had the same amount of time to beat you that you had to beat me. But you couldn't get it done. So go home, look in the mirror, and rework your game plan because the gifted one always has a game plan. That's what people fail to realize. I always have a plan. I'm ready at every stop. I'm an overthinker, and I use it to the best of my abilities. Don't get it twisted. I'm not an idiot. I'm very, very smart. Yeah, and there's a reason he's holding that over his shoulder, but look at that. looks like we got the... We got El Unico in the chat here. Chris Barton giving you the eyes there. 
Man, you, you uh, Chris that, Barton man. is another bum. I see, now I know he ain't listen. I seen him put his hands on my boy Gamble, and it's like he didn't learn when we got into it that we are wrestling and I beat his ass in a street fight. Like he didn't learn what he think Gamble gonna do to him. What is Martin? Just just do what's best for your career and leave Jabba to yourself alone. Whatever problems you have with Gamble, you better let it go. And that's the last warning I'm giving you. The last warning. Because there's going to be problems if not. That's all I'm going to say about Barton. Let's move on. That's all I'm going to say about him. Uh, I'm going to go to this comment here. We got fellow Knucklehead in the chat. Lay, what's going on, brother? Thank you for tuning in here. But let's 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 keep it going here. Let's go into a more a more positive comment here. Let's go into let's go into this conversation. You mentioned him earlier. Let's talk about Jabba to yourself. Let's start talking about this. Let's talk talk about the growing relationship here in Jabba to yourself. We got we got some of the members there. We got some missing, but we got to get more pictures done. That's that's all it is. We got to get a good good family picture now. It, it's coming eventually. But let's let's talk about that for you. What it means to be part of Jabba to yourself, getting the rep, and again holding that prestigious championship there for just over 200 day reign. So let's let's talk about that. Listen, Jabba to yourself is like a plan finally coming together. You know, in 2019, when I first came to Battle Club, I said a New York takeover was coming and people just laughed at me. They thought I was joking. Good. Think that. Think think we a joke and see what happens. You know, there's a culmination of a plan bringing in somebody like Rayhan Antez, bringing in Movie Mike to direct everything, bringing in Zuka to really... And now we got the hitter, Gamble? It's scary hours, as they say. It's scary hours for Battle Club because who's really going to stop us in Battle Club? Prolific? Every time they come against us, they lose a member. Where was Tyree? Gone. Lala, stretch it out. Who's next? Wolf? Marquis? Big Baby? Ooh. Like, it'd be wise for their careers, like I told Barton, to walk away and leave JTP South alone. It's just best for everyone. Let us do what we do if you can't stop us. Now, if you feel like you got the arsenal, which we know no one does, if you feel like you got the arsenal, step up or step aside and cower in fear. That's all you really can do. Because we come to take over Battle Club. It ain't just start and stop with the Battle Club franchise championship. There's tag team championships. There's the five points championship. There's the fallout championship. There's the icons championship. Unless old Cosmic wants to join JTP South, you know, we'll get a t-shirt and everything. Joe. Sorry, I might, I might take one of your daughters and make her join the crew. That's just what it's going to be, Joe. And you got to deal with that. Well, then. And again, that, that could possibly happen. You never know what, you, what might be happening soon. But let's let's get into this. I like to do this a lot also. I'm going to show you some pictures. I want to see your thoughts when I show you, show you certain images here. So we're going right. to start with this one right we here. Got what we got. We're going to start with this picture right here, what it means to you oh, wow. sharing that square circle with Man. a true legend of the business here in Dan Moth. 
I need that picture, by the way. <laughs> I got you. I'll send you. I need that picture, I, I, man. After the episode, I'll send it to you. But that that was, man, that was shocking. That was like, word? I got your respect? You? Like, that was a, one of them, okay, I'm doing the right thing, right thing moments. That's one of them where God send you a message like, you on the right path, just keep on going. I know it's a tough road being an independent wrestler, but you on the right path because you're getting the respect. Because to me in wrestling, it's it's not really about the money. Yes, you want to make money to feed your family and live a good life and all that. Yes. But at the end of the day, the, the main currency in wrestling is respect. If you ain't got respect, you ain't got nothing. Respect the craft. If you ain't got respect, what you got? You got nothing in this business. You need people to respect you. And that's why you, you see over the years so many wrestlers, respect me, show me some respect, because they know that respect is golden. It's diamond. It's platinum. It's all that. If you ain't got respect, man, don't nobody want to work with you. Don't nobody respect you. Don't nobody. They're going to do whatever they want to you out the ring. Me, I'm a professional. But there's some people out there that's not. And they're not going to respect you, and so they're going to hit you a little harder. They're going to hold you in the move a little longer. They're gonna, You know what I'm saying? Accidental on purpose. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, not me. You know, respect. Respect. That's all that matters in this business. Respect. Got you. So from that one, we'll go to this one right here. Your thoughts on, on this, this greatness right here. Right there. Oh, man. Hey, that that one was was really like a proud moment for me to see not only me having gold, but people I love and respect in this business have gold, and we can all take that picture. Because you see, over the years, like bef- like the generation like right before us, and you see like oh they they're doing pictures like that in the locker room, and you just kind of watching off to the side because you're just training. You're like, dang, one day I'm gonna take one of the pictures. And like people might be like, oh, it's just on the indies. It, ah, man, this everything in this sport means something to me. I don't know about y'all, but everything in this sport means something to me. Everything, because if if it don't mean nothing to you, then leave, retire. It's that simple. If it don't mean nothing to you, retire, walk away. No, no one's forcing. No one's no one's forcing you to wrestle. If you don't respect it, you don't like it. Bye. There's kids right now training that want to be a wrestler. I really love this. Ah. So it's like to see to see that I'm at that point in my career where I'm with my homies and we taking championship pictures. I'm like, this is life right here. This is life. I love it. These are my boys. Let's ride with this. Perfect. Would that be one of those, like we talked about earlier, is that one of those moments where you're like, you know what? It's, this was the right choice. Oh, yeah. Most yeah. definitely. Most definitely. Hundred percent, yeah. So from that, we're gonna go to we're gonna go to a more solo picture here. We're gonna talk about what does this picture for you mean right here? But again, that that championship that you're holding for over two hundred some days right here. You see, you, if you look closely at the look in my eyes, yeah, that look says it all. That look is, I got it now. Yeah, y'all in trouble. That's what that look says. It says you in trouble. Now that I got this. You in trouble. You in trouble. Because in order for you to take this from me, you're gonna have to stomp me out. 
You're going to have to beat me. You're going to have to hurt me. You're going to have to really take me out. Because as you can see, Calvin Tankman couldn't do it. Mysterious Q couldn't do it. Tyree couldn't do it. And there's a whole list of people that couldn't do it. Even before I was champion, MV Young couldn't do it. In Battle Club Pro, I'm undefeated in one-on-one -on -one matches. That's what people fail to realize. One-on-one, -on -one, never been pinned. Never. Never been tapped out, submitted, counted out, nothing. I win one-on-one. -on -one. So you're going to have to beat those odds if you're going to take this from me. Well, then again. Can you do it? I don't think anyone so. Anyone listening, you might again, you might want to step up to be able to see can you handle the gifted one. But there's going to be one more I'm going to show you here. that I feel like you might not like this image. But, again, I just want to hear your thoughts when I show you this right here. So, again, don't shoot the messenger. This is just me getting your thoughts on, on this image when I show you the, this picture right here. We, we gotta get into it. We gotta get into just Jobbers here South versus Prolific. What I thought was gonna finally end at Jobber Slam three, and I feel like we've only just begun now. Because I don't think we had a clear, a clear cut answer after Jobber Slam three. How how many members are left? They've been stretched out. They've been carted out. Like. They're running out of members, aren't they? They're gonna put Dre in the ring next. Big baby gonna wrestle. Black will smack the taste out of his mouth. This is this is prolific. Listen, I know y'all are probably tuning in because I'm the gifted one and I must see and you wanna see me. If y'all want a war, if y'all wanna fight, you can do that any place, anytime, anywhere. No matter the show, if y'all, I'll let y'all heal up. If y'all seem like y'all got, y'all need time to heal up. You know, Lala just got stretched out at Jobber Slam, so <clears throat> well, how much time they need? That's what I want to know. How about they give me a time and a place? I let them choose a time and a place because clearly they're the ones that need to recover because we're at full strength right now. We we can go tomorrow. We we got to show tomorrow. We can all be there. Easy, straight like that. They can't. We know that for a fact. How Lala Shoulders doing? You know what I'm saying? How Marquis doing? How Wolf doing? We don't know, but we know we healthy. They're not ready for war. They're ready for a battle, but they're not ready for war because they're tough. I'll give them that. I respect them. They're tough. Yeah, hell yeah, they're tough. But sometimes being tough ain't enough. <laughs> I'll be smart. This is a man with the plan, with a monster on my side, with a hit on my side, with a king, with a filmmaker. Like, with all this, you just think prolific is just going to roll over us and beat us? Oh, my gosh. I'll be happy when prolific is done, and I'll be happy to be the ones to do that. I will save wrestling from prolific. <laughs> That's what we're going to do. <laughs> Uh, like, like I said, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna stay neutral here. I'm gonna stay neutral, just cause I, I know Auntie will be watching this later. Cause I see she's, she's on a podcast right now, so I know she'll, she'll give her response to you later on. But um, yeah, again, I, I hope this comes to a, to a finale eventually, cause I feel like everyone, especially at Battle Club, wants to see the conclusion here. How this will be, I don't know. 
looks like Mr. Black is getting involved. We see Big Baby getting involved. Uh, I don't know if maybe maybe a cage needs to be brought in. Some type of, of war games needs to happen just to get you guys all in one area. Listen, they build it, we will show up. That we ready for war. I meant that. Whenever they are up and ready to go, when Lila's not spending the night in the hospital, when she's ready to go, or whoever else in prolific, because they gotta they gotta get new members. They dropping like flies out here. Well, let, let, now that you mentioned that as well, maybe not even members. Maybe they just need to make some alliances. Because I know Java Tier South runs a little more deep than, unfortunately, they do. Because after after Java Slam three, I think you might have a target on one All Father Darius Carter, after him kicking Mr. Black, which some say was unprovoked. But again, it might have been edited. I'm not. I'm not sure. I didn't see the angle. It, it happened like like that. So, see, here's the thing, Darius. I thought I thought Darius was smarter than that. I I honestly thought he was smarter than that. I really did. I gave him a lot of credit. Like I've been in the ring with Darius. He's a smart guy. You really got to outthink the outthinker when you're in there with Darius. And it's just like for you to put your hands on Black at the same show I'm at. Well, you got some cojones on you. Or you really stupid. It's one or the other. Because I'm like, the audacity to put your hands on black? Things like this don't go unresolved, okay? I'll just say that. Darius doesn't know when. Joe doesn't know when. But I do. Sooner rather than later, Darius' car is going to look me in the eyes. And I'm going to smack him right in the mouth. Because doing that to black is like a spit in my face. And you don't spit in the gifted one's face. You don't spit in Ray Han's face. You don't spit in movie Mike's face. You don't spit in Zuka's face. You don't spit in Gamble's face. And that's what Darius did. So when we're done with prolific, Darius, you should already be doing this, keeping your head on a swivel. Because, honestly, you know the truth, Darius. We don't fight fair around here. I'll catch you walking in the building for black. I'll catch you leaving the building for black. I'll catch you mid-match for black. There you have it. You put your hands on a man that has that has literally coached and, and helped us all. And you think you just you just go away? Yeah, yeah. I'm bad guy. I'm tough. All right. The last people that put their hands on black, they started losing members quick. All right. So Darius, be smart. Go. You should do an apology video. That's what I want. That's what I want. I want an apology video from Darius Carter. That is the only thing. That's going to keep me from putting hands on him. I want an apology from him to Black and the Jabba Tia South. That's what I want. You know what? Yep. We're going to make sure we clip this. We're going to make sure Darius hears this part right here so we can get the response from Darius and get that 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 much-needed apology for Jabba Tia South and Mr. Black. Which, again, well wishes to Mr. Black, also former guest of the podcast here. I'm starting to notice. I think we're we're down to missing two members of Jabba Tia South we need to get on here. 
We got to get the big man Ray on, and we got to get Peyton for Anthony Gamble. So we're almost, we're oh, almost yes. there. We're almost there to having all members of Java to yourself so far on here. So little by little, oh, yeah. we we're getting everyone to respect the craft. But here we go. We got Matt also in the chat saying, "Yer, what's going on, Matt? What's going on? What's going on? Yer." Here we go. Here we go. So now let's let's talk about this. We talked about past opponents, possible matches in the future, but let's talk about this. Who's on Who's on your radar? If you could choose someone to step in there next, be it for the title, maybe be it for their title. They're holding some gold. Who's on the list of the gifted one? Listen, there's there's a lot of people on the list. But I got to start with one man that we still have unfinished business, and that's O'Shea Edwards. O'Shea, we got unfinished business, you know. I beat you, then you and John Davis beat me and Rayhan. I got a championship now. This should be incentive for you. Don't you want to be a champion, O'Shea? <laughs> Anytime, O'Shea. Anytime. He's at the top of the list. Because our, our first one-on-one, he, he caught me with a rib shot and took me out early on. And I couldn't, I couldn't go how I wanted to go, but I still prevailed. Now I'm back full strength, O'Shea. Round three. What's up? I'm ready. After him, there's got to be, it's got to be Steve Pena, or as I call him, the biggest idiot in the world. Um, boy, he's he don't don't make that face. He's the one that relinquished this. Beautiful championship. He's the one. And I seen her value. He didn't see it, but I seen it. And now look at us. A happy couple together. Go. Over 250 days as well. So look at that. The rain keeps going. The rain keeps going. Wait, so if, if, if that being said, if you and Benya do square off, would it be title for title? Because he still does have that five points title on him. Listen. He don't want to do that. Steve, you don't want to do that. Go ahead and tell the people you don't want to do that. Because, Steve, I already took Gamble from you. What more do you want to lose? What more do you want to lose, Steve? What was that, championship too? To the guy you just gave up this championship? Mm-mm-mm. He don't want to do that. I'll tell you why. Because he fears me. He's scared. There's a reason he relinquished this. Knowing I had an opportunity for this championship. As simple as that. He's a little punk. He won't do it. I wish he would. I'd love to be a double champ. And unlike him, I'm not relinquishing neither one. Come fight me and beat me for it. Again, the record shows you, like you said, you're still undefeated in singles. So imagine with two straps under 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 you right there. You never knew. You never then I really run battle club. And here we go. We got Mr. Black in the chat saying the champ is here. There you go. Yes, he is black. That's the number one referee. There you go. The number one coach. The number one. Mr. Black. There you go. 
Much respect to Mr. Black. Like I said, another former guest of the podcast. Great combo there. If you guys haven't checked it out, go check that out in the archive as well. Let's let's talk about this one because this is the name when you guys are both younger in your careers as well, you guys got to face off. But now I feel like it would be something to see just that evolution of you both. How about you and Kobe Karina? Oh, man. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah. Yeah, man. Last time, last time I faced Kobe Carino was twenty eighteen. Yeah, twenty eighteen. That sounds about right. Oh, yeah, yeah. That'd be really good. I mean, I'll beat his ass, but it'd be really good. <laughs> hey, I gotta throw the names out there because when I see, especially. With the group you hang around with, especially from that area, the name just – I've seen you wrestled another guy would throw out there as well in TIM that I feel like, again, the magic you guys can make in there. So mm-hmm. we, we faced off at uh, Elevation not too long ago. That was a good match. Tim is still tough as ever. Doesn't mean he can take my championship, but, you know. I'll throw out a name. How about good old JTG? Mm. Yeah. There's another guy. Can't take this from me. Let's just, <laughs> just make a list, and I'll tell you who can't take it. It's all of them, whoever you put down. And I don't care who you put down. That's just how confident I am in my abilities. Most people be up here and be all, oh, man, that'll be, you know, that'll be good. Not I. Not I. The gifted one. You think you think I'm quiet about it? No. What's the fun in that? I'm here to kick ass and tell people that I'm the gifted one. That's that's all I'm here to do. You know? And winning championships, man, that's that's the biggest plus of them all. Come on, don't she look beautiful? She, she does. That's, that's again, that's a great, that's a great championship right there. And here we go. We got the good buddy. Toe in the chat for the Knucklehead Network saying, yo, yo, what's going on, Toe? I- I'm not going to throw him under the bus, but I- I'm, I'm going to just say a little birdie told me, again, he might have tried to start some trouble between us. He was trying to say I said some things. So, again, I-, I didn't say it. I'm just saying a little a little birdie might have told me some- something like that happened. Lord, I'm so, again, sure. I- I'm not trying to throw him under the bus, though. But we're, we're going to go into this then because I feel like, again, you're showing how much you- you're – your ability speaks for itself. But there was a name you mentioned earlier. And again, right now he might under be under contract, might be a little harder to make it happen. But if it could happen, if the powers that be could make it happen, would a match with Shelton Benjamin be on that top of the list? That's that's ultimate dreamless. If if I could wrestle Shelton Benjamin one on one, man. Talk about it wouldn't even be me wrestling. It'd be my little kid self wrestling. <laughs> That's what that would be. I mean, he can't take the championship from me neither. But um, I respect him. I got all the respect in the world. But, you know, being being a fan of someone, that, that puts a dis- disadvantage to yeah. him in the ring with me. Because I've studied you for years. There, there's little to nothing you could do. That would have me like, oh snap! I wasn't prepared for that. I've seen every iteration of Shelton Benjamin, even when he left WWE and went to New Japan. Seen it, you know, ROH stuff. Seen it. Like, I watch Independent Shelton. You my guy. 
So I'm going to watch because you're my guy. I always learn something from Shelton. You know, I met him a couple of times. He's a cool dude, man. And it's like to go one-on-one with Shelton, that'll be Thank you, God. Like, one, two, three, no matter what. Thank you, God. I mean. <laughs> he still ain't taking the title, though. That's, that's the, that's the He's concept. not. I mean, that's just. But that's a given, you know? <laughs> of you know? course, of course. Look, even Gamble says it. Throw some respect on the gifted one. There you go. There you go. There you go. That's why he's in JTP. He got respect. And when you got respect for the gifted one, I can only do but have respect for you as well. There you go. See, that's. That's why he's in, our group is built on respect. We respect one another. You don't hear me barking out orders to them like they stupid. They know what they're doing. They grown ass man. Gotcha. They know exactly what they. See doing. again, I'm starting to notice little by little. It's just being some misunderstandings that happening because it, it, that's not how. Again, a guy like Gino's making it sound. Joe Keem's not making it sound that way. It's like I, I don't know. Now I'm starting to understand a little more. Maybe that that's what it is. The third eye need to be open here. This is what happens when you speak to the gifted one. Hold on, just right there. You know what I'm saying? There you go. See, this is what we need. We need to have this conversation. This is what happens. We finally got on here. So one more name, though, because I feel like now that would truly be the true test then as a champion to show that you really could be anyone thrown out there. The Yaya today facing this man right here one more time. Because he's still he's, – he's, he's still – He's still you. doing it. He's gonna face Darius Carter this September. So yeah, he is. That's gonna be interesting. I can't wait to see that one. And Darius better and not do nothing too crazy to my to my trainer. Because then I'm really <laughs> gonna have to put hands on him. All right. Uh, you, you can beat him. One, two, three, cool. But you you start cheating and, and doing my trainer wrong. I'm gonna have to step in. That's just what it's going to be. Darius, I already owe you one. Actually, I've been owed Darius one, but I let him live because I had better things to do. But somehow Darius just keeps poking the bear. Like he Dylan Brooks. But I'm LeBron James, so don't poke the bear. Don't, don't do that. That ain't good for your health. It's just not. Like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, but if me and George go one on one again for the championship, it's gonna be a damn good match. It's gonna be a barn burner, as they say, an instant classic. But at the end of the day, they will say, and still, Battle Club Pro franchise champion, the gifted one. Yeah, yeah. That's just it. Don't matter who you throw in the ring with me. Somehow, some way, I'm gonna figure out how to retain my championship. By any means necessary. Understood. Are you guys now? If you don't agree with what those means are, that's that sounds like a you problem. Because I'm cool with it. There, there you go again. Like like I said, it might just be the way title match wrestling edits it. That just it, it looks a little nefarious, if you will. But again, that's just how they're editing. I think they're 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 tampering with the footage. I'm gonna get my own cameraman out there. That's what there I'm gonna go. do. That's, that's what, needs, record the truth. that's what needs to happen. We need the the cho- the job to yourself <laughs> angle so that way everything comes clear and collected. That's what we so, need. There you go. Coming soon. Coming soon for the next match. But again, this is why he says it. Just join that gifted movement right there. 
So join it. There you go. Join it. And you too may one day be a champion, not this champion, but a champion in life, yeah. period. You don't have to have a championship to be there a we champion. Go. We got the inner city king in the chat as well. Jorge Santi saying, Yeah, yeah. Is your head okay? <laughs> I'm just asking because last time I threw you up, his head on the ceiling. You know, I'm still I'm still worried about him. Sometimes I'll be like, he's still concussed. I think he's somebody check on him. <laughs> well, shout, shout out to the inner city king there. But uh, shout out, that's my guy though. But there you go. We <laughs> talked about that. POTUS, we talked about that rain. But like he said, if you want to step up, it's proven to be though. This man stays undefeated when that title's on the line. So there you go. But Yaya, thank you so much again for joining. Oh, look at that. Or his saying cold-blooded there. It was, it was a cold-blooded comment. He definitely <laughs> it, it was a cold-blooded comment. But hey, can you blame the guy? I couldn't help myself. Can you blame the guy? Because this is this is what he does. This is why he's holding that title for as of today, still over 250 days. And it keeps going. It keeps it keeps going. But guys, if you haven't already, make sure as well to go follow this man on all of his social media there. Follow him on Twitter at the gifted one two four seven. Follow him on Instagram, big time yah there. And again, make sure to stay tuned to all things yah yah. Make sure to tune into all things Jabba Tears South. And again, we'll see if eventually this this war will end between Jabba Tears South and Prolific. And oh wait, oh now now he joins the chat. We're we're about to we're about to sign off. And now Gino joins the chat here. Uh, oh, we can definitely sign off then. No one cares. Bye, Gino. No one cares. I said your name. That's as big as you're going to get, so enjoy it. Um, I'm still chill. There you go. So. Yeah, yeah. Thank you again for joining us here. To everyone watching, thank you so much. As always, don't forget to be wise, be genuine, be real, be better people, respect the craft, and we'll see you guys on the next one. Peace. Peace.